So, Ryan. Hi. You're going to die one day. <laughs> Soon, I hope. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> there is an expiration date, and it's a hard one. Have you told the people I about have this? a hard out. You have a hard out. Yeah, that's, uh, this, that's what we say in the biz. <laughs> what biz exactly? The death biz. The death biz. <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, when is your expiration date? Uh, so that I people will... know when to best use you by. Yeah, 56. 56. Uh-huh. So that's... Some 38 eight, now? 18 so 18 years. years. Yeah. 18 yeah. years. Yeah. Damn. Um. Yeah, that's about good. I think... <laughs> I could do about 18 more years of this. Yeah. 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 Are you sure? Yeah. All right. We'll see. <laughs> Is this what we're talking about? Is this the subject of today's episode? Our relationship? Um, With death. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Uh, Yeah. We're actually talking about the business of death in this one. Um, Specifically, uh, haven't you ever wondered what happens to a body after you die? Your oh, body like after you die? Mine specifically? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Or anybody? Anybody? Uh, I I suppose. Yeah, well, I have like given it some thought because I kind of I know that when I go, I don't want it to be like a big thing and expensive. Mhm. You know, cuz yes. it's so expensive to Yes, it is. Like, you know, for the living <laughs> to take care of that. Yeah. I don't know that a lot of people really consider it what kind of a burden that is when they go. Mm-mm. So so I have thought about it because I don't want it to be a burden. I actually don't know what you want to have done. I should know this. Well, what I really want to have done is when it comes to that expiration date, right. I want to go out into the woods mm-hmm. where, there are, uh, where it's known that there are wild animals. And like I just want coyotes? like a Swiss army knife. <sighs> And a bottle of water <laughs> and see how far I get. Damn. <laughs> While you're yeah. coked out. So I, yeah, so there might not be much of my body left. <laughs> you uh-huh. know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. This is so relevant to what we're going to talk about. Revenant style. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he survive? Uh, yeah, but like, in, but if you that wouldn't. actually happened, he wouldn't have survived. No, no. Sticky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You, that's one way to. S- Wait, for real, it. though? What, oh, what so, do you okay, actually so for want real? To have like, happen? there's like eco burials and stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably something like that. Like in like a little compostable pod kind of thing. Yeah. Like I kind of like the field. idea of like. Is there. A, am I making this up or is it a thing where you can like have a tree? That's totally a thing. Um, be planted where mm-hmm. you are. Mm hmm. Yeah. Lots of companies do that. Uh-huh. You're very lucky because you live in a state where human composting is legal. What? Uh-huh. I don't live in Missouri. <laughs> no, that's that's the kind that's not legal. <laughs> it's the kind where you, you give someone to your pigs and you let them handle it. Yeah, because we live in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Or, like, we live in Oregon. We I can live say that. in Oregon. You just gave it away. Um. Washington State, Colorado, and Oregon uh, are three of the states that uh, have that legalized. So what is it exactly that's legal? Uh, Human composting. Okay. And we're sort of talking about that today. We're talking about body farms. (laughs) Body farm. Oh, you don't even know. Body farms. Yeah. Oh, I saw this on the list. Yes. Okay. Do you know anything about this? Nothing. Fantastic. I here. I'm gonna tell you what I thought it was. Tell me. I like this part of our show where I just see the title. Yes. And I just let my imagination run wild. Do you let yourself go there, or you're like, we'll just wait and see? You can't help it. You have no. I I purposely don't like do any research. Mm -hmm. I just like, what could that be? You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was like where people get harvested for organs. Oh, sure. And, uh, 
like rich people buy them. Yeah, so like um, uh, like Ugh, need a new liver. Gotta make a trip to the body farm. Like that Ewan McGregor movie. Wasn't that a Ewan McGregor movie? I think that was Ryan Reynolds. Maybe this is a concept that's been done a couple times. Yeah. <sighs> but I know what you're talking about. Yes, yes, The yes, audience yes. probably knows what you're talking about. So I would think that'd be... Well, I mean, I guess you could use farm too. I would think it'd be like a body factory. Sure, yeah. yeah. So in this so what case, is it exactly? a body farm is a, a facility or a... Um, some grounds, usually run by a university, uh, that has been expressly set aside for the purpose of studying human decomposition. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing we already ate. <laughs> I guess. And for our listeners, it's if you're- It's a bad thing I don't have a bucket. <laughs> if you're squeamish, you might want to grab a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and put a part in it and see what it, what it happens. <laughs> <laughs> see what grows. Follow along. <laughs> Um, uh, turns out that it's actually kind of important that we know what happens uh, to a body after it's left out in a field or all kinds of things. Um, because when somebody dies and it seems like they've been murdered. Oh, should we do the effect? For that yeah. One? Okay. Make it sound extra speaky. Give me the one. When someone's been murdered. Wait. Murdered. No. Murdered. There Ooh, it is. That was the winner. Yeah. Yeah. So when someone's been murdered or suspected of murdered, <laughs> yeah, uh, it can be hard to prove depending on how long it's been, where they've been left, um, yeah. if it's been burnt, uh, if they've been disassembled, Dexter style, you uh -huh. know? Yeah. All kinds of things get in the way of identifying what's happened to somebody. Um, and that can lead to uh, false convictions, to um, people getting away with it, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> um, I was choked on my coffee. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, and you, I mean, there's whole like organizations devoted to trying to clear people of being wrongfully convicted. So it's really important that we know how this stuff works. But it's it's sensitive, right? Like we went to the Body Worlds exhibit together. Yeah, right. You were so nice to do that with me. That was I love. I was nice. That was love. <laughs> I love that shit. Um, and I've always said that, like, mm, give me to the scientists. Uh -huh. Like, once once the lights are out, yeah. like, send me along, you know? Harvest what you can to, uh -huh. to pass along, eight-pound style. Right. <laughs> Why were we talking about that? Because we were making jokes. We were talking about the sequel to Eight Pounds, Eight Pounds, Eleven Ounces. <laughs> oh no! Where the last thing he donates was his seed. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> you hear that, Hollywood? That was our idea. I was just about to say that. Our idea. We're available. Um. <laughs> uh yeah yeah um just you know chop me up use me up and That's then let let them use it how they will i uh i'm the opposite this is all mine this is my property no one can have it. Your property? And <laughs> yeah. you want it disposed of on your property? Right. No, that's actually not true. I would probably uh i'm i actually i am an organ donor. Yeah. On my driver's license, yeah. So I would do that, and then with all the junk that's left over, you could just <laughs> turn it into a tree. All the junk that's left over. Yeah. All them bits in, in the sack that contained your meats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very sensitive for people. Um, yeah. To I the point where, that. actually, the Catholic Church uh, opposed um, things like human composting uh, because... Um, they felt like it was disrespectful to the vessel, if you will. Mm -hmm. And, you know, lots of belief systems say that there's something left over after you die, whether that's a spirit or something yeah. in the body. I think um, Jew the Jewish faith is like that, too. Yeah? Like, that, they have a whole rule on, like, tattoos and stuff. Oh. I think, if I remember correctly, if you are tattooed as a Jewish person, you can't be interned in a mausoleum 
Really? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, call in if if uh, if you know if that's true or not. <laughs> I've <laughs> call made in. this a call in show. <laughs> After the fact. Yeah. Leave us a voicemail. Right. Um, uh, leave a comment. The Catholic Church called the process more appropriate for vegetable trimmings and eggshells than for human bodies. Oh. Um, but uh, it hasn't halted legislation trying to make it a thing. Uh, especially, I thought this was really interesting, a lot of um, states like New York, for example, started escalating their efforts to get stuff like this, um, whether it's like opening up options for researching it, uh, decomposition, or, or things like eco-burials. Um, a lot of states have tried to make it more possible in the wake of COVID-19 deaths overwhelming funeral homes mm. and making it harder for people to arrange services. Oh, um, and, you know, funerals are very expensive, as you were saying, Yeah, as is cremation. Cremation can be really pricey. And it's wasteful. It's extremely wasteful. You're putting, like, plastic and metal in the ground. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, and not to and just, like, mention the chemicals used right. in the embalming process. Yeah. The whole mm-hmm. thing. I mean, I, I understand, like, why people make the ceremony of yeah. it. But when you think about it, like, it, practically, mm-hmm. it's incredibly wasteful. It's just... Toxic dead zones underneath those areas. Cremation yeah. uh, is not a environmentally friendly option either though um it produces in the u.s alone about two hundred fifty thousand tons of carbon dioxide emissions each year oh wow tons that's a lot i i did i had no idea it yeah. was that bad it's pretty bad because it uh for a little while i thought that maybe is what i wanted to have happen to cremate yeah, yeah. well part of the problem is it's becoming as more people are becoming wisened up to the fact that like a traditional burial is kind of silly. <laughs> no hate, but hate a little bit. Um, the cremation, the like the choice to cremate is expected to rise from, I think it's around 50% right now, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. I didn't know it was that high. Uh, it's expected to rise to almost 80% by 2040. Um, Why exactly? Because people are trying to make more environmentally friendly decisions. A, oh, but okay. like... Well, that's more like B. A would be because of cost. Yeah. It's so expensive. Yeah. And I mean, if you can't buy a house and you can't raise kids and yeah. all the things, can't go to college because yeah. of money, then you're going to pass one more thing on to your family. Yeah. Yeah. That's how thing. my parents, uh, that's what my brothers and sisters decided to do with my parents. Is cremate? Yeah. Because wow. it was uh, cost effective. Mm-hmm. You know, because again, like it's so, it's such a burden. Yeah. You know, and the way that they went was so unexpected. Nobody was prepared for anything right. like that. Right. Um, yeah, I don't. I yeah, I had no idea that it was like that bad for the environment. Mm-hmm. Although thinking about it now, it makes sense why it would be. Totes. Yeah. I mean, you're burning things, and particularly when there's still so much to learn. Um, yeah, I mean. Uh, it is hard to talk about this with people because sometimes people get very emotional yeah. about it, understandably, mm-hmm. particularly if you've lost someone. And there aren't always a lot of options available. Um, but I feel like if you can help a scientist out, help a brother out. <laughs> <laughs> help a science brother out. Um, you, you're like giving the best generational gift because you're helping the future. Right? Yeah. Understand how this shit works. What a cool hippy dippy. I'm such a little hip. It's true. Also, if we ever do merch, that's a good t shirt. (laughs) Help a science brother out. Oh, I like that. (laughs) I like that a lot. Um so the first facilite, uh, which became colloquially known as the body farm. Oh, fun fact. I was reading this New York Times article about body farms, and I went back to it today to try to, like, flesh out these notes. And it was like, you've reached your limit. And I was like, fucking capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) And I tried so many ways to get around it. I opened up the reader view. Nope, it knew. I opened up a private browser. Nope, it knew. I opened up this one site that, like, is supposed to create a little backdoor. No, New York Times is too much of a bitch. (laughs) I found the way to do it. I hit the translate button Uh and it translated into Spanish. And then you just read it in Spanish? 
Well, no, because <laughs> my Spanish is bad now. But when I hit the translate back to English, it no left shit. it in its full full form. <sighs> That's now, awesome. Granted, it was then the translated back to English version of the Spanish text. Oh, hilarious. So I think it it had it as like the core farm, like corpse, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, no, that, that's the same thing. It's just. Yeah. So you just had to do a little bit. A little bleep, bleep. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, a little switcherunski. I had that today, too. There was an article I wanted to read in uh, GQ. Oh, yeah, and it put a paywall up for you? I'm a fashionable bitch. Yes, you are. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't figure it out. I didn't want to pay for it, so I just was like, that's probably fine. (laughs) 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 I don't need that. I don't need it. Well, there you go. Use the old translator trick. All right, cool. Um, So, uh, University of Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, they opened up the body farm. I think it originally was called like the Anthropologic Research Facility. Very vague name. Um, but that was in part to keep people from nosing around. Uh, and this was in like 1981. Something Is there like a reason why it started in that school and not another one? You know, um, the the guy who started it, his name was Bill Blass. He was a forensic investigator in Tennessee. Um, and that name he, sounds familiar. Right? Is he famous for something else? Well, there, I think there's a Bill Blass that's a fashion designer. Oh. <laughs> so maybe that's why. You are again. a fashionable bitch <laughs> with an ass that don't quit. <laughs> well, this is audio, so they don't know that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill was an investigator and you know obviously he worked for the prosecutor's office and was trying to solve crimes and stuff and um he was really incentivized to start this program because he um the story he tells is that he was called out to a crime scene and because it's tennessee there's lots of family cemeteries like on family property yeah and this particular one was behind a house and the people that lived there noticed that one of the old headstones had some disturbed soil in front of it. So they were like, hmm. And when they had police come out and dig, the, mm. right, the, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the body that they found looked remarkably well preserved. Like they were like, this looks recent. So they were like even more skeeved out. They called our boy Bill in and <laughs> Billy looked at it and he was like well the flesh looks kind of fresh the flesh is fresh fresh flesh what's that ziploc <laughs> that works <laughs> yeah zip zip um and using the tools that were available to him this is you know it's not that long ago it was like 40 years ago <laughs> 1980s <laughs> uh so he determined that it was probably a white male between 24 and 28 years old died within the last year. You know, that's pretty specific, right? Yeah. And they're like, well, we got a crime on our hands. Somebody's using this grave to bury somebody, you know, hoping uh-huh. no one would notice. Right. But then they dug a little deeper. And Found another body. There was no other body there. Oh. So <laughs> then they're like, where's the original body that was supposed to be here? Nope, that was the original body, and what? it had belonged to a Confederate soldier. What? And he was buried, obviously, more than a century prior to that. Yeah. So they were like, what the fuck? They had Ziploc back then? <laughs> <laughs> Better yet, he was buried in a cast iron casket. Whoa. And the cast iron had worn away to the point where, like, I guess the lid had come off or whatever. So they didn't notice that part. That must have been heavy as shit. Right? And delicious. You think it was seasoned? Well, yeah. The cast iron had preserved him so well that he still looked pretty fresh. Um, or fresh enough that, that the techniques that he had available to him made it confusing. Certified fresh. Certified cast iron fresh so he was like well clearly we don't know enough about this shit we need to know more about what happens to a body after it starts to decompose because i i got this wrong yeah and somebody could have you know one of these family members even could have been investigated and had their lives ruined they Um, totally forgot about the original crime of (laughs) the confederacy (laughs) they lost um so he was like i don't know shit 
uh, and and <laughs> in conjunction with the university, um, got this this space. Now they said it. Now it's on just under uh, like a one and a half hect hectares hectares. Uh-huh. I don't know farm measurements. Right. But it's big enough now. So uh, I can tell you. What you is want, it? Because my uncle is a cotton farmer. Did you know this? No. Yeah. But he wasn't part of the Confederacy. <laughs> no. This is like he's an uncle that's still probably alive. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they call it that. I didn't know that, by the so, way. So you know how like you have like ranch hands and farm sure. hands and stuff like that? Yeah. So Hector was Hector. Fuck. And uh, they would just have him lay on the ground and go, okay, here's where your head is. And then, all right, Hector, get up. And then he'll lay back. And then they go, okay, that was three Hectors. Yeah. I was so bought in. I know you so well. And I was bought in so hard. Yeah. So you don't actually have to hire a Hector. Fuck. But you, when you hire somebody to be that, like it's, it's a title. Yeah, you are Hector. The Hector. Uh huh. So it could be Esteban. It could be whoever Javier. You notice I'm letting you finish this joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like I can finish it. <laughs> no. That's, that's fucking the power hilarious. Of that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> anyway so (laughs) turns out the average hector squared is five four is is big enough um uh to now uh have about anywhere between 150 and 200 bodies on the site at any given time. Um, and they are, they're in all kinds of situations. They're buried in shallow pits. They're floating in ponds. They're spread out in the backseat of cars. Um, they have them on carpets and sheds on top of leaves under the soil, under concrete, up in a tree, uh, with clothes, no clothes, under tarps, you know, because you have to have like every situation. And yeah. this is where people go out to train to be forensic investigators. Like it's not just for shits and giggles. Like this yeah, is. Yeah, right. So they train forensic investigators there. They train, um, you know, people who do autopsies and um, they train uh, crime scene investigators. All that CSI shit that comes from the, these places. Whoa. And it's, so, yeah, not just one of them. There's a bunch now all over the country. Yeah. And uh, I don't mean to jump ahead if you're going to get to this, mm. but like those, all those bodies that they get for those facilities yeah. are donated Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and in some cases, they're donated like ahead of time, like people opt for it, like I would. Um, so would you say specifically, like, I want to be, I want my body to be donated for this purpose? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For like the forensic s- study? Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And you can be specific about it. Like you, you only want it to be used for this kind of thing. Or you can just be like, give it to science, you right. know? And I'm going to be very specific. Yeah. I want to be the body that's in the trunk of a 78 Cadillac. (laughs) (laughs) It has to be burgundy. Yeah. With the dark brown interior. (laughs) Be specific about the vehicle. (laughs) Uh I want to be wearing a nice suit. Oh, sure. Will you be hogtied? No, I want to. Yeah, I want it to be like I was uh, a gangster hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you saw too much. Right. Yeah. I want I want cement shoes <laughs> in the back of the Cadillac. Well, no, that's probably some shit they study because cement's a big part. Okay, so we are going to get to that. Um, but yes, people donate their bodies or after, say someone dies unexpectedly, um, you know, they will work out with the Lao how to arrange for a, a posthumous, posthumous donation to science as well with the family oh, yeah wow. yeah that's pretty cool and sometimes and gross right uh sometimes the and well, I, sh- I should say often as well um bodies are not donated whole 
right? Like eight pounds. Like they'll <laughs> they'll chop them up and they'll be like, well, these um, faces will go to uh, a place where they train plastic surgeons. And uh, yeah, that's a thing. And whoa. then they'll like practice on the cadaver noses and stuff. Oh, and they'll yeah. say, these arms will go to this surgery school and doctors will train on those cadavers and stuff. And these skulls will go to the drama department. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. Yeah, where they just do the same monologue over and over and yeah. over again. Yeah, because it's the best. <laughs> um, yeah, so it might, it might not go right to the body farm. It might go through school first and then end up there. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, do you know how many body farms there are in the country? Um, there's at least seven. Uh -huh. uh, in the the articles that I read that were from last year, they were saying that there were six or seven, but there there might be more. Um, but those are the ones that are associated with universities that are like going through that way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You can imagine it's pretty difficult to get legislation to get those rolling, but... Yeah. Um, well, especially these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't do anything with your body as, as Even a while you're alive. Person. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about it when you're dead. Exactly. But there's hella benefits to it. Um, the, uh, the big ones being just being more accurate about yeah. identifying when a crime has happened when a crime has happened not just like if a crime has happened but when it happened because seeing when it's decomposed and how long it takes for a body to decompose under all these conditions super important yeah um one of the advancements that they've developed is uh, ground penetrating radar oh which this is yeah. actually very cool because um they've used this technology in jack ryan I saw that episode. Really? <laughs> yeah, they were in Lost in the Jungle. Uh -huh. And the uh, Brazilian government, I think it was in Brazil, some South American country, they were using that like radar uh -huh. to find them through all the... The, uh, the undergrowth? Yeah. The overgrowth? Or the canopy. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, this would be like even <laughs> deeper. I'm just being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim is a piece of shit, you know, so they got to find him and hunt him down. Yeah. Um, but tr like truly, like if someone was buried under cement, right? Which yeah. like it happens a lot because most people that are murdered are murdered by someone they know. And <laughs> when I don't like the way you looked at me. Sorry. When you said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when it's someone you know, it's usually a member of your family. And because a lot of those murders happen in by not Dexter, <laughs> right. yeah. um, they don't they don't have a plan necessarily to dispose of the body. So a lot of murder victims, if they're buried, will be buried on property, and then concrete will be poured over the top of that, thinking. Like, oh, like if a dog comes through, it ain't gonna be able to smell through the concrete. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. And can the, can dogs uh, actually do? It, well, when I was in my like really big true crime phase, uh -huh. um, which all white women go through. Yeah. <laughs> this white woman did too. Fair. <laughs> this one right here. Yeah. I'll tell you a story if you want to hear it. I do. Right now? Sure. Uh, well, so I was listening to a lot of true crime podcasts for a little bit. When was this? Like, not that long ago. Really? Yeah, because I was like, I pretty much caught up with the podcasts that I usually do, mm -hmm. which I won't say the titles of here, fuck because em. fuck all those other podcasts, just listen to this one. Um, but I got to an episode where this guy was like going through one of those uh, like coffee kiosk things. You know, like um, those like the bikini tiny... barista things. Well, yeah, it wasn't a bikini barista, but it was like sure. a little coffee hut, right? Yeah. Where you go walk up to the window and you order that. Okay. Yes. So the guy goes through the window. Oh. And kidnaps this woman. Yeah. And takes her and murders yeah. her. Very sad. And now I will not go through one of those things at night because I don't want them to be freaked out by me. Aww. <laughs> yeah. I. You know. I actually. I went to one time. And I was like, 
It was like before they closed, but they were open pretty late. Maybe it was during the summer or something. So it was like almost nine o'clock and this girl was by herself. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy that they'll just let you work by yourself here. And she was like, oh, I hate it when people say that. (laughs) (laughs) And you seem all right. But normally I just tell people like, no, my coworkers on a break in the back because <laughs> you really can't confirm that shit without getting murdered. And I felt yeah. so bad yeah. for saying it. But yeah, that is a thing. So I don't listen to them anymore. Because that's that made you feel <laughs> bad about me. Made me feel bad about how you'd me. Be seen. That's yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> because all it did for me was be like, I will be a victim at any time. <laughs> I'm such an easy victim. <laughs> All it did for me was confirm I would not make it. And you're like, I'm a predator. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I just don't want us to be seen that way. Yeah. Yeah. You're just yeah. drawn that way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You don't look like a predator. But you when are. When I wear like a sparkly red dress, <laughs> I do. <laughs> a la Jessica Rabbit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's all your curves. Right. So, um, yeah. Concrete. Yeah. Finding people under the concrete. Mm. And yes, uh, there have been cases where... Someone has done it poorly, and the smelly smell has still emerged. Or there's, like, fingers still popping. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) The reverse footprints. Like, right? It's just kind of, like, popping up. Like, Uh, Han Solo. Yeah, I was going to say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dark. Yeah. Um, But they ended up using that technology that got developed in large part because of this research for um, not just finding dead people, but also finding people that were hopefully still alive after earthquakes. Oh, that's cool. Most recently in Turkey. Yeah. Um, that wow. technology was being utilized. And uh, after terrorist attacks. Right, yeah. Finding people in the rubble. Uh-huh. And for finding dinosaur bones. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. So how is it? Is it concrete because it's because of its like uh, makeup? density yeah how how deep can it go and are there other uh materials that it is has a harder time looking through well i think they they focus on concrete um and you know it can be used for all kinds of things but because it's so often used in Mm. medias okay and and in cases like disasters and disaster relief but um if you look at cross section because that's how it comes out it looks like a a cross section Mm -hmm. you can see almost like a heat map what the density looks like compared to soil and then compared to a human body so it's very clear like what is what yeah um but it doesn't it's not as clear as you might expect you know um is it kind of like i'm trying to still visualize it a Mm -hmm. little bit is it sort of like the way that a topographical yes sort of uh like a like a cross section of like a geological survey kind of thing oh yeah that's what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. i'm stupid no you're not no no no. (laughs) topo maps are like uh like like elevation and stuff yeah okay um but like if you've ever like seen a like a cutaway of the earth and yeah. it shows like the crest and then like the layers of right magma and all like that stuff. in grade school science exactly yeah mm-hmm. in the science book or advanced geology oh, whatever. <laughs> either one either one my master's degree is in art <laughs> <laughs> i'm an artist <laughs> and someone had to draw those graphs um yeah no it's very similar it's like if you think of a mix between that and and um like a heat uh heat sensitive camera kind of thing that's what that's what it kind of looks like yeah um predator yeah (laughs) that's (laughs) how he sees he goes like a mix between predator and uh the x-ray vision that superman has you know and he can Uh like see through things but it's like layers of things going down so they're kind of like trying to figure out like okay so if if the concrete is like one even thick solid sheet Uh then below that is like and, and maybe that looks red. Then below that is like kind of a more modeled because it's soil and it has different density levels, um, like a green level. And that's going to have like more of an organic shape to it as opposed to the flat shape of the concrete. Yeah. And then in between the soil, which is like green on the map and soil beneath it, there's like another shape 
you kind of have to like imagine like a body on its side, you know, like a Tempur-Pedic thing, you know, oh, yeah. with like the body yeah. on its side. Uh-huh. And it's like, would that be a body on its side, uh-huh. you know, or like, yeah. So it's a little bit of um, uh, like shadow play and uh and science that's really cool yeah i think it's very cool if i was um smarter and younger i would go to school for it (laughs) (laughs) um uh oh i have a fun um dinosaur anecdote real quick uh i uh like to go on a subreddit called tip of my tongue uh, or maybe it's tip of your tongue tip of my tongue tip of my tongue tip of your tongue something different yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's a not safe for work subreddit um and it's where people go to try to find like what is this? That's I, I can't know what it's called. Yeah. And the person was asking, what is it when it's like a, a massage um, person, but it sort of is, is like a dinosaur? What? Oh, hilarious. I get it. Chiropractor. <laughs> Chiropractor was the answer. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I love it because they're so earnest to these questions. Yes. Uh, Another huge advancement that was made, and this is probably the grossest one, but I think it's also the coolest, and it's been utilized quite a lot, is forensic entomology. Do you know what entomology is? Does it look like I do? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I always, because I'm such a fucking nerd, uh, I always remember it because I get entomology and etymology mixed up. Um, Etymology, E-T-Y, Etymology uh, is the study of like words and shit. Uh-huh. And entomology, I remember it because ent sounds like ant, and entomology is the study of bugs. Oh, so forensic entomology. Oh God. Yep. <laughs> bugs right. and dead things. <laughs> well, I guess it is a good thing that we ate dinner first. Uh huh. Yeah. Cause... Again, have your bucket nearby. <laughs> Do you have your podcast bucket? <laughs> um Ooh, there's more merch podcast buckets uh yeah you don't even know puke buckets <laughs> <laughs> you don't even puke um one of the 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 like most important bugs that's used in this is blowflies um which i just i hate the name too and they look like what you think a fly looks like like they kind of had that oil slick iridescent look to their bodies you know uh-huh. and they're all fat because they eat dead things and um, they'll get in there real fast after something dies, like Ooh. within the hour. Like really? it'll, yum, yum. like they they find it. They're like yum yum yum, and they in the summer, uh, their eggs might hatch within hours of being laid. Oh my god! And a single female will lay hundreds of eggs in uh, an opening. um and then two weeks later or so uh the the maggots make um pupa casings like little like like a cocoon kind of thing uh Uh, and then like a couple days after that they emerge and they be they're flies and then the whole cycle starts over again so they're able to calculate how long it's been since someone has died based off of how many life cycles the blowflies have gone through. Whoa. Which is so fucking cool to me. And it's, gross. That's very cool and super gross. So gross. But wow. And by studying this, they've been able to observe the like ecosystem that's built on um, a dead body. So yeah. it's not just the blowflies. They're yellow jackets that eat the blowflies. So you can study the yellow jackets if there's like not enough blowfly evidence around there and how many life cycles the yellow jackets have gone through in that area. Well, the well, how do they how do they track the flies or the yellow jackets? Well, it's through um, the the casings is the biggest oh. way and the maggots. So like they they go by whatever the biggest maggots are because they've. They've had the longest time since they've hatched uh-huh. and whether or not there are any casings and how old the casings are. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's wild, like how specific you can get like down to the day because they no get in shit. there so fast. Um, and then there are beetles, like certain species of beetles that like eat flesh and bones. Um, so even if like all the flesh is gone from a cadaver, there's uh, <laughs> like beetles that might be all up in there and they can study those life cycles as well. There are also um, something called coffin flies, which are exactly what they sound like. <laughs> uh, and they um, burrow underground and they can burrow like six feet under. <laughs> 
to get through into a coffin and oh get up at that gosh. body. They're persistent. Really? They're persistent little fuckers. And actually, there was this really cool case that I found out about. It, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Into a coffin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is, that's going to be the case even when somebody wasn't murdered, just died. Sure. Put in a coffin, uh-huh. buried at a funeral, yep. bugs will get in that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So coffin flies are teeny. They're like gnats sized. And they, they like get all up in there. Um, so Whoa. this case uh, answers that question. Um, so this uh, storage unit, we've been talking about storage units lately. Um, <laughs> so there, that's where you're going to put my body. That's where I'm going to put in the storage unit. And I'm just going to make my dad keep paying for it. And he'll just rant, but he'll never check up on it. And <laughs> so um, the storage unit uh, folks were like, hey, there's this one unit that smells like ass. Y'all need to get up in here and clean it out. And when uh, police came to check it out, there was a body in a <laughs> trash can in the storage unit. And Ew. at that point, like she was mostly goo. And they didn't uh, even know it was a sheet. They were just like, there's there's a thing in here that looks like it was a body once. And um uh they found out who it was owned by, and the woman um was like, Yeah, that's my mom. And <laughs> turns Wait, and so she storage lady? The storage unit woman? Uh, the the woman oh. who owned the unit. Oh, Not okay. the facility, but like yeah. the the unit belonged to this lady. Okay. And the lady was like, yep, that's mom. I I found her. She had died unexpectedly and suddenly. And uh, I just panicked and, you know, needed time to figure out like what to do. So I just put her in the trash can and put her in the storage unit. Oh, my God. Which is fucking crazy. But at that point, there was no evidence to go on. And her uh-huh. body was so gone that, like, there wasn't, you know, they couldn't study the body to, like, see if there was a wound or a head wound or whatever. Like, it was just, it was liquid. But, Ew. you know, what was there <laughs> were coffin flies. And what wasn't there were blow flies, which was super fascinating because, as I just said earlier, listener, Blowflies get in there fucking fast, right? Yeah. So for there to be coffin flies and not blowflies meant that the daughter had to have been there right when she died. Oh. And have gotten her in that trash can with a quickness because the blowflies didn't have time to get at her. Oh, wow. But coffin flies are persistent little motherfuckers and they will get all up in a thing. Yeah. So they were in there, but the blowflies weren't. And using that forensic entomology alone, they were able to convict her. Now she's in prison for life. Whoa. Very cool to me. I think that shit's cool. That's wild. Yeah. That's super cool. And like I said, super gross. (laughs) Um, I have a question about the body farms. Yeah. And the bodies that go there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Give it to just, me. You know the, the story that like parents tell their kids about the dogs that die or whatever. Oh, oh we yeah. We sent it to a farm. The farm. <laughs> that, I just thought about we that. We sent grandma to the farm. Right. And she's There's just. plenty of space to run She just around. lays out on the grass all day long, <laughs> which she did. Yeah. yeah. So this, and I'm going to ask the question, but I kind of feel like there is not an answer to it. But Okay. Is there, uh, what's the typical, what's the typical lifespan of a body that oh, goes sure. to a body farm? Oh, yeah. So some of, the, okay, so like when a body go, gets to the body farm, I love that I know the answer to this and I hate it. No, I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're usually like assigned a job for yeah. lack of a better word. Right. Because they have various projects going on at all kinds of times. Uh-huh. And, you know, sometimes the, the condition of the body or or whatever's going on with it might help dictate what job it has. But, you know, like people get killed in all sorts of ways for all kinds of reasons and yeah. in all sorts of places. And because they can't control what their supply is, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, they'll usually just put it wherever in whatever project they have going on. So, yeah. like, let's say, for example, they're studying the trunks of Cadillacs. And <laughs> like, if they get a body, they'll put it in the trunk. And then once they've done their experiment, they might remove it. Yeah. And also, something that I think is really cool and important and respectful is that a family can decide that they 
and don't want that to be a thing anymore at any time. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah. So like even if it's been there for a year or two or whatever, uh-huh. they can be like, actually, we want grandma back. She needs to come back from the farm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then bury her on their land or whatever, you know, uh-huh. and at, that can happen at any time. Um. So when they're done. Yeah. Then what do they do? Is that something that's kind of discussed with the family? Totally. When, when yeah. it's decided that they go there to begin with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just varies. Yeah, then. absolutely varies. You know, okay. it might end up uh, in in one case, um, I was reading about how they were studying what happens to a, a body when it burns, yeah. um, which is super important in cases of like arson or if somebody has murdered murdered someone, murdered them and then burned their body. And then they need to figure out, like, has they been burned to cover up a crime or did they die in a house fire? You know, very common way to try to cover up a crime. And uh, often they will use bodies that, um, like, have completed the project that they've gone through. And they just need to see what happens to the bones. Because, you know, flesh usually gets gone when it gets burnt, right? But the bones stick around which is often why after somebody's been cremated like there's bone fragments left over um because bone is really hard to fully destroy it's like oh man stronger. you have to tell me <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah this whole time the audience thought that you were gonna murder me but you're just looking for ways now because ryan's the predator i caught that part by the way i did well i can edit whatever i want out that's true so there (laughs) um yeah oh okay uh this this is kind of gross but i think it's really cool um so you know how like (laughs) wait let me put my sloppy joe down (laughs) Yeah, actually. <laughs> so you know how like when you're making a hamburger and Oh shit. <laughs> actually. Uh and like or like when you get patties from the grocery store or something like that. Uh, is this gonna make me never want a hamburger again? I mean, I'll still eat one, so maybe that's saying something. So you know how you get one and like when you buy them or when you're making them, like you make them pretty big. Yeah, because they shrink. Right. Yeah. So do you know why they do that? No. So <laughs> muscle tissue, when it, it heats up, it contracts. And the same thing happens when like an arm burns in a fire. Oh, okay. And that's why kind of like, yes, I, I've never seen a burned body, right? but like in movies and stuff, mm-hmm. they will kind of like clench up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's called uh, pugilistic posture is what that's called. Fun fact. Um, it's a good band name. Isn't it? Damn. Yeah. Should we start a band? Called Pugilistic Posture, and then we'll be heavy metal. Yeah. That's not heavy metal. (laughs) That's George (laughs) Thorogood. But it's bad to the bone. (laughs) Be that bone burn. Yeah. Burn it bones. So, um, yes. So, they'll they'll do that. And so, uh, I think it's super fascinating because they can, one of the ways that they can tell, like, say somebody's been like bound up you know like their arms have been bound behind their back um even if the rope has burned away and the the you know the flesh is mostly burned away and stuff if the arms aren't bent into pugilistic posture Uh then it's an indicator that they might have been bound because the arms are prevented from you know right clenching up that way so it's a forensic tool um to just see like not observing what happens is an indicator that maybe something funky happened. Yeah. Which is super fascinating. That is very cool. Um, one more thing I want to mention that they've, they've done, which I think is kind of cute is, uh, trained cadaver dogs, um, on these farms as well. And, uh, when I was watching videos of dogs getting trained, um, there was one point where this dog that was like kind of new to it was like running around and it started like munching things on the ground. And I went, Oh no, (laughs) do they have to stop it from eating them? (laughs) Which is terrible. Uh, but it's so important because, you know, like, Cadaver dogs have been used for a long time to try to find a dead person in the woods, you know, uh, like yeah. that's that's what dogs are for. They have good noses, right. but it's very hard to train dogs to um, 
sense out decay accurately. So often, even in like for police departments, cadaver dogs have been trained with synthetic chemicals that imitate the smell of decay. But lots of things can smell like decay, um, like an aged steak or uh, certain flowers. Um, oh, yeah. Isn't yeah. there like one very uh, special flower that only blooms like yeah. a few years? You know about the corpse flower? Yeah. Oh. I don't know why. But it's like very beautiful, but when it blooms, it's stinky. I mean, I don't know about beautiful. It looks, well, funnily enough, it's what the Pokemon Vile Plume is based off of. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. You know how oh. it's got the like big yeah. chunky flower on top? That's what a corpse flower looks well, like. Well, maybe beautiful is not the right. It's interesting. It is very. It's very meaty looking, and yeah, um, yeah it it smells like rotting flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yes, it it blooms very rarely, um, and yeah. So all of that in mind, uh, not having a cadaver dog trained accurately means a lot of false alarms and um, missed things yeah. and so training them on the the body farms makes it a lot more accurate and wow sewn in on them a lot better uh yeah yeah cutie pie doggies so yeah if you're if you're thinking about how you want to get rid of yourself <laughs> <laughs> afterwards maybe think about you know making a slightly more green decision you can um get donated to a farm or have it be used in a farm like situation by being composted uh also known as natural organic reduction <laughs> um i think it's kind of kind of cool actually they, they put you in a like a like a vessel um some organizations that do this they call them cradles which i think is a little dark um <laughs> but they put you in there with you know wood chips and straw and alfalfa and stuff and just kind of let you mulch down huh. and it can make uh about um uh let's see here it can save rather about one metric ton of carbon dioxide per person from entering the atmosphere um versus oh, wow. like standard yeah. cremation yeah, yeah. Which is very cool. And then, you know, you can use that for the tree. Whoa. Yeah. Very cool. And, and gross. Yeah. So gross. gross. Yeah. So gross. Uh, thanks, kid. I think um, I think we should end by letting the folks know that we've got a Patreon now. Oh, yeah. And actually, this is kind of cool because we don't have merch yet, but we will. We so totally will. So if you will. become a, a Patreon member or whatever. A patron. Supporter, yeah, supporter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get your very own, uh, you don't even know, puke bucket. You can get a puke bucket. <laughs> we might make some pins. Yeah. Might make a cute little bucket hat. Puke <laughs> bucket hat. There we go. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, um, no, for real, there are like perks to every level and we've made them super cheap because um, we respect ourselves slightly less than we respect you <laughs> and <laughs> um but we want to grow and it'd be super cool if we could do this more often and we'll be compelled to do so if we have more money yes. so um if you uh already spend a dollar or two on things that you regret why not give it to us instead <laughs> um so you can find that link uh on instagram yeah so that'll be at broken rack media and then uh we can probably put it in the show notes absolutely gonna go in the show notes probably we'll edit all the other episodes to have that in those show notes too yeah <laughs> so tell your friends and tell yourself before you go to bed tonight how do i want to be disposed of when i die and before i do so i should bequeath all my money to alexis and ryan <laughs> cool thank you kid thank you bye now you know mm-hmm.